What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. What's up, y'all? Tori Hart in the building today. And it's your boy, Giovanni Watson. Hold on. And I'm Jerazlin, the managing editor at Hollywood Unlocked. What's up, y'all? All right. So Melissa Ford is still not here, still recovering. So we send our well wishes to her. Yes. yes. Love you, Miss Melissa. So what's up, Tori? I haven't seen you in a while other than Instagram. I know I've been out of town and you've been working. What have you been up to? Uh, you Working, too. You know, I got a new talk show out with Georgia Rain on the Zeus Network. How is oh, that going? Wow. It's going great. It's going great. It's called Talking Shit, which I like <laughs> to do. <laughs> So working on that, been touring a lot. I uh, just had a big show with Bill Bellamy in Colleen, Texas. Nice. Yeah, so that was dope. And Bald and Bougie Tour is doing great. Wait, and Bald and Bougie? Bald. Bald and Bougie. Mm-hmm. Who, tell and me and I am not the bougie one, actually. So. Well, you're not bald either. <laughs> I might be. <laughs> <laughs> well, so wait a minute. So the, the, the talk show, Georgia Rain, is that Michael Blackson's ex? Off and on ex. Situation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was at Wild and Out and he was on the show and she was there. Mm-hmm. And I was struggling to figure out how I was going to murder this nigga because he had said some really inappropriate shit to me. <laughs> and uh, she was like, oh, just call me. I'll give you some notes. I was like, oh, shit. I, I never, I never <laughs> oh, called her. oh, yeah, dad. You should have called her. Georgia's funny as I don't know what. She is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So so how did so the show, what is the mm-hmm. format? So you guys are talking shit about what? Well, you know, we have different guests on the show. Uh, our first major guest was Brother Polite. Mm. And, you know, Brother Polite I actually is, saw that. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's into polygamy. He has four wives. And, you know, he's black woman is his God. Well, we had him in and, here on the show. Do you think okay. he, what do you think about that situation? I mean, because it seems like a little over the top. You know, I think whatever works for you works for you. You know, if that's what you know, he likes to do. And if those women are okay with it, then, hey, live your life. Do what works for your life. I think we we always put too many, you know, standards on other people or how they should be living their life. I mean, me personally, sometimes I feel like side chicks do help out, you know, is sometimes I don't, I don't feel like sleeping with you every goddamn day or, or look, you know, go go clean up. You know, have the other chick go clean up the dog shit. I don't know. So many comments just, flood in our Instagram. Yes. I love it. Damn, I love it. Tori Hart just, says sometimes a side chick is important. Yeah. You know, she can help out. Long as she's one that's going to be willing to do some work. You can't just be sitting around reaping benefits and not doing a job. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so. Uh, I saw you recently uh, gallivanting around a pool. Where, where were you? <laughs> Gallivanting? Yeah. How do you gallivant? I don't know if that's the right word, but the girl that was twerking with her booty, whoever that girl was, looked like she was having a good time. She was gallivanting. I wasn't. (laughs) Right. I was just enjoying the show. Uh, I was actually in Corona at one of my friend's house. It was her birthday. And so, you know, she did a weekend little party at her house, and we were just having fun. Mm. You get lit? You drink a lot? I did. I did have some drinks. I did. I I love Tori when you drink. Drinking Tori, that's that's my buddy. Oh, wait, wait. You don't like sober Tori? I do. I just prefer lit Tori. I'm lit when I'm sober, too. I just, you know what I'm saying? I just, what, you want me turked up here at Hollywood Unlocked? You can't be you? twerking every day. I know. Like, I can't be just walking in the door and start twerking like, hey, y'all, I'm here. No, I just like you. You know, I, I love you all the way. Yeah, around. I do have two kids. That's true. Geo. That's true. Well, listen, so do you think you're going to have any more kids? Do you want more kids? Yep. I go back and forth with that all the time. You know, some days I do, but, you know, right now I'm enjoying my life because, you know, they're 10 and 13, and my son actually knows how to cook. So I don't have to wait around and cooking on them anymore. Okay, but if you did have another kid, would you do the surrogate thing or would you like push no, it out? I'm not doing no surrogate. No? No. Wait, so you would do the natural birth, the natural situation? Oh uh, yeah. I would get knocked up and I would <laughs> have the baby. <laughs> Somebody shoot that club up. <laughs> stop yeah. stop talking inappropriately about Tori like that. I, I, ain't nobody shooting my sis. Ain't nobody shooting her club up. <laughs> well, Jesus. That's how you have a baby. 
Anyway, Giovanni, what have you been up to? Man, stress. Okay. Stress like a motherfucker. My daughter is coming back out here, man. And when I look at that damn balance on what I spent on her ass when she was here last week, I can only imagine that she's going to be here for like two days. She's coming here for an audition. But she don't control what you spend. I know, but... It's... So stop trying to show your affection through uh, no, your bank no, account. No, 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 no. And no, when was $20 no, no, a lot no, no. of money? No. Oh, 3800 you <laughs> mean? <laughs> Shit. That's okay, wait, wait. You spent 3800 on what? <laughs> uh, First off, plane tickets. Okay. You know I'm still looking for apartments. Rosalind does have the hookup on a plane Actually, ticket. Actually, she doesn't. I got a plug. Oh, well, you got a new plug? I mean, I, no, not right now. I got one. So anyway, right. continue. Uh, Airbnb <laughs> for three weeks. That was 1800 Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Clothes, food, the Ubers. Her dance convention was uh, eight fifty. I have a person uh, that'll do the food, yeah. five meals, uh, three meals a day for $180 a week. Okay, well, she'll be here for oh, three days now, amazing. so it's not in the world. That's why I don't anymore. have no kids yet. I can't. I'm not well, ready. Let me be your birth control, all right? Mm-hmm. But otherwise than that, I'm just looking for apartment still, man. Shit. Mm. Shit. Okay, just find a roommate. Fuck no. I'm okay. a grown-ass man, dog. Listen, grown-ass men have roommates until That's they true. get on their feet. Well, I, it's not about that. It's okay. about me just finding a place that I like. Would you date a man with a roommate? I have actually <laughs> dated a man with a roommate, but I made him get his own place. Really? I was oh. like, I am not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you want to walk around butt naked on your little And I want to cook. I like to cook in the nude, so I want to do all of that. And, you know, unfortunately, my kids do live at my house and my nephew so, you know, I would have to wait till the kids go to their dad's house to do that. And my nephew, he's there. He's 20. I don't need to have any accidents that he's walking in and seeing <laughs> auntie cooking in a new twerking. <laughs> so, no, I need you to not have a roommate. And yeah. I understand we in L.A., we chasing our dreams. So I did give him, like, a pass for a little while. But then I was like, okay, nah, bro. If we taking this to the next level, you're going to have to. So where y'all at now with it? He got his own place. Oh, okay. And it's not like he couldn't afford it. It was just... More convenient. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like, no. I don't want that. What I can't handle is there people in L.A. with roommates and Maseratis. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Like, why do you have a Lambo and two roommates? Yo, that's Be- true. That's, that's why real he talk. has a Lambo. Yeah. <laughs> that's real talk. He can't talk. have a Lambo in his own spot. <laughs> okay, so you just been stressing. Yeah. Okay. But it's good stress. The other night I saw you out <laughs> extremely drunk at karaoke. Get the fuck out of here, Jason. You were extremely drunk. And let me tell on myself before you even get a chance to. I wore this shirt the other night. I wasn't even about to bring that I up. I don't give a fuck because we we do this show for regular people and regular That's people true. recycle. We yeah. have wash machines. And even though I didn't wash it, it's still clean. It still smells really good. But I wore this shirt to karaoke and there was nobody there. So I said, I'm wearing it. You know you know when I know you're really drunk, Jason? I wasn't drunk. Well, you know when I know you're really drunk. I had one drink. I had one drink. Listen, I'm the last person to lie about anything. I had one drink that night. <laughs> well, it was a good, fun night. I've only been around Jason when he was really drunk once. Shit. And it was so much fun. You're my employee. You're not allowed to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened? Where, where? In New York at the party, the rooftop party in Harlem. Oh, yeah. I did this partnership with the Apollo. Yeah, and I had this party on a rooftop. And then I literally was supposed to host. I ended up taking the mic and singing Forever My Lady and created my own He sang a number of songs. But no, you you made it through the party. You was good time. I made it uh, to the very end. The very, very last. And then that's when I was. he was like saying something to me. And I was like, what did you just say? He's like, go. I was like, what? He's like, go. We yeah. just had to put him in an Uber. and Yeah, then I got up out of there. Hey, man, I like drunk chasing. But, but karaoke was fun. was fun the other night, wasn't it? Yeah. I must have missed that invite. Yeah, well, you know, I miss a lot of invites. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, so, uh, Rosalind, what have you been doing? Well, so, Dra- I, for those listening, yeah. Rosalind is the managing editor. She's making her Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored debut. debut. Hey, Rosalind. Hey, y'all. 
socialize. So for those people that don't know Jeroslyn, Jeroslyn is the one that manages all the content that goes on Hollywood Unlocked and our social media. So all the people that keep attacking me. It's her. It's her. Don't attack me. I literally follow direction and, uh, you know, we're the pulse of pop culture. So I got to keep up with that pulse. But Jerosalyn is a pro-black female from New York that dates a white man. <laughs> He's white and Puerto Rican, first He's off. My guy. And He's let cool. me tell you something. The way my God works and my love for my blackness, it does not matter who I'm sleeping with. <laughs> I am still so pro-black. It doesn't matter. And that goes for anybody. Stop bashing me. Stop bashing Donald Glover. Stop bashing Michael B. Jordan. JC. Michael B. Jordan got a white woman? No, he was with the lady in France, and she was. He French. too got a white girlfriend. We we've seen. I've seen him around yeah. here, and he's never with a black girl. But we don't know that that's his girlfriend. You're the girlfriend in Hollywood when you're on the red carpet, right? He deep. hasn't. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen her on the I red mean, he carpet. He hasn't taken anybody public. Yeah, no. he didn't take nobody public. And if a man ain't taking you public, he is not your man. Yeah, yeah. I could never come on with a white woman. My grandma killed me. But what does that mean though? When we keep seeing him with exotic girls, I think he's a nigga with a dick and a, he's a popping shit. He's a nigga. Niggas with dicks fuck whatever they can fuck. That's damn right. And regardless, it don't have nothing to do with how much he loves his blackness. So people. First of all, he up. was a Black Panther. He was not walking around <laughs> saying I'm pro black and all of this and that. Yo he wasn't ass, a yo, Black yo Panther. Ass is one Instagram post away from a daishiki and afro. <laughs> With incense with coconut. I got an afro under this. With the mass of running your I, Wait, water. you got an afro under that? Yeah, I wear my afro on the weekends. Y'all are damn magicians. And my white man puts his fingers all through my natural curls. So let me tell you what I love good, about my good, style. because I have one under here too. Okay. So, I mean, listen, do you. I cut my locks off and I got some backlash. Like, you cut your locks off so you can wear wigs. Yeah, it's just hair. <laughs> so I got me, tired of them. So I thought yeah. she was on the Remember, she was, yeah, because she had the locks. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you what I love about my staff. I had to condition my employees to say, look, <laughs> I could FaceTime you at any moment. <laughs> tell her what I said to you the day I FaceTimed you and you was looking crazy with the curlers. <laughs> wait, wait, what What did you say? I can't remember. You were, you were sick and you had I rollers had, in your I head. I had rollers. Not only did I have rollers in my head, I had tissue stuffed up my nose. And so I faced It was her. the day after the Khalees interview. I was already, that, the Khalees interview was so amazing, but people don't know all the work that went in behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So the next day, I'm sick like a dog. I'm pissed off. I'm just over it. And he's calling me, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let him see what the hell I'm doing right now. <laughs> and I told her, And I picked up just like that. And I told her, y'all need to be camera ready at all times. <laughs> you may have to run out and meet with somebody at Warner Brothers. Not looking like right. that. Call me. Get it together and call me back. <laughs> what was your boyfriend at when you was looking like that? Oh, he was in New York still, huh? He was still in New York. Okay. But he, he you he, know. He, he loves you at yeah, your Yeah, at this point, he, we, he, we, we've been together a very, very long time. So he's a rider. He, How long? Almost 11 years. Oh. Shit, that's y'all married. Why right. is he still a boyfriend? You can ask him that, and I'm glad you asked him on air. Let's yeah. have this debate. Hold on, but why is it his decision? Come mm. on. It's uh, her. That's I, the question's for her, not I, for him. I proposed to him. You proposed to him? Yeah, we did like this little reality show, and it was like you had to propose to the boyfriend. Never got picked up, but I did. But it was still like under the condition, like you need to like give me a real proposal, and that still hasn't happened yet. And this is the white and Puerto Rican guy. Right. I don't like that. Lady. He's doing some nigga He's shit. a good man. I, it's just he's, he's focused on financials. And yes. it's like he has this desire of the kind of ring he wants to get me and the kind of proposal he wants Can't to do. And I think now that he keeps pushing it back, pushing it back, now it's like he's really setting himself up. Where you, can hey, I you take, can I he can you upgrade. Let me tell you something. I flew right. to New York and sat down with my ex who just got out of jail. And, <laughs> I, and you know, I was, I've grown a lot. Emotionally, spiritually, and all of that as well. Mm-hmm. Like the old Jason would have been like, "Nigga, I'm popping right now. You're not." But what I said to him was, 
you know, stop focusing on all these people that want to be with you right now because they're just trying to get you and take you away from your blessings. Stay focused on building you up to the best yes. you could be. And then when you get where you want to be, you, who, everybody will be there waiting for you. It's true. He went and wasted his time with some chick, called me the next day, was like, man, you're right. But the point is, is that. What a chick. Yeah, yeah he's with, back with girls. My ex was with girls before me. What kind of oh, you do Twilight those. Zone shit is going on over here? Listen, I love love. Love don't see boundaries. Love sees love. I, see, I, I disagree. I, I disagree to a certain okay, extent. Well, talk about it. I am not going to date a guy who is switch hitting from side to side because... I'm already out here dealing with other women, and you know that she. Now I got to deal with but another they, man on top thing. of this. If but you this in the mood for dick, be, be, no. no. Being a guy, wait, being a guy who messes around with women and men doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a cheater. People who cheat cheat straight or gay. Mm. So just because a man likes a man or a woman or both. Doesn't mean he's going to cheat. Doesn't mean he's going to be a pedophile. Being gay doesn't mean you're a pedophile. People have to understand, like, here's the deal. You could be the straightest man in the world and cheat. That is very oh. true. But what I'm and saying you could is. Be, wait, and you could be a gay man and cheat. Or you could be a man who likes a woman. And then, yo, because see, we're going to get into a whole other subject. <laughs> y'all, y'all are driving Men to us. Oh, damn. No, I don't receive that at Shit. all. I'm sorry. If, if that man care is how on much... his way to you, he been on his <laughs> yeah, way to you. I don't care how Damn much it, my it, girl it, fuck with me. Don't try hold to put that on wait, me, Jason. Wait, 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 we all can't talk about I, I don't care how much wait, a woman pisses me off. Wait, I ain't going to never drive to no dick. Let Tori finish her point and then you go. You you can you can you can get up on some dick. You just don't know, what? and it ain't even trying to make you gay. Listen, all the niggas I get, I don't want them to be gay. <laughs> I want them to be with me, because to be gay means you could be for everybody. I don't want you. I want you to be mine. So yeah. if I want you to be mine, just be. I used to fuck with girls, then I decided to fuck with boys, and I stayed where I was comfortable. <laughs> Which 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 actually helps my point, <laughs> which is saying yeah. you've always been gay the whole time, <laughs> no, so you no. can't drive no man right. no, to be to on. be gay. You, it's already in you. You feel that tingle. Hold on. It, it's, you know when I was fucking when I was fucking women, I didn't feel a tingle. Cause you was gay. No, I was dating a girl named Nikki Hunt, who was the worst bitch in the world. <laughs> That bitch is somewhere right now, fat, broke, and I'm oh. sure she's on AFDC. But here's the bottom line. Damn, Nikki. What's AFDC? I don't know, but it's broke. That's like California <laughs> EBT. Welfare. Okay, but oh, okay. no, but here's 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 I, I had ran into her at Chili's with her mom, and I walked up to her. And she's like, I'm so proud of everything you do. I was like, Yeah, and I'm gay now. It's good to see you. And I just I hate her mom. Too. I hate her dad. I, I hate all her family. But. Okay, I like your dog. So here's the deal. <laughs> Damn. Men who like men don't necessarily come from a place of always liking a man. When I met the guy that I fell in love with, I fell in love with him because I was getting from him what I wasn't getting from her. Emotional support. It just evolved into sexual and then everything. I don't know, He never Jason. said he had little fantasies as a child or just little... Mm -mm. I don't care, man. I don't care what me and my girl do. And can't none of the men tell me to make me emotionally be invested in him at all. You can look over your life personally since you brought you up and you've had a lot of issues with women. Yeah. You may get with a guy that you have a camaraderie with, like say, uh, what's the guy to do all the massages? What's his name? Seth, Hands of Fury. Y'all have a great bromance or or John. 
What's my question? Yeah, you guys have a great bromance going on. John may get a divorce from Ashley or may not get married. He may be in his feelings one day. You may be getting off probation, recovering from what you went through. <laughs> Y'all may be in the room just, you know, playing Fortnite. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> bam, you know, his face is in your lap. But the bottom line oh. is you don't know the trajectory of where your life is going to go. Chill. You just you, don't know. You crazy. No, those you just got to pay attention to the red flags. Do you like women? I mean, I... Yeah. Okay, I, so let's go there. What's the difference I, but, between what's but, the wait 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 wait? Okay. What's the difference between you liking women and loving men, and a man liking women and fucking around with a man? What's the difference? I'm appalled. Um. Well, because it. Think it's about different. the answer. It's Think. well because it's different. How? You're, because you're not penetrating. Right. You know, you you taking your dick and inserting it into something else. Like, okay. If I walked in on my man getting mm-hmm. fucked. Mm-hmm. Then it's free. I'm already gonna be like, nigga, you. Oh, okay. I can. Well, let me let me fuck ask you, you. Let me ask you this: so, with no other people commenting at the table. Yeah. Niggas getting their ass eaten. Is that gay? No, that's not gay. Okay. Well, so, if another man is doing it, that's gay. Okay. But if it's a woman doing it, no, that's not. But gay. But if a man likes his ass played with and play with a tongue, play with a finger, play with a pole, that's the what's trigger. the difference? I'm, I don't know. I don't. Your man, if you walked in and your and your man no. said, "Baby," and he had his ass spread open and said, "Lick my ass." No, I can't. That's a red flag for me. No, a red not. flag for what? That you like your booty the, hole played with. That's the four hundred five to a nigga putting his dick no, it's in not. him. Yeah, because every girl that's every girl that's eating my ass and lick my ass. <laughs> let me not say that. Lick my ass. They. I've had one try to put a finger in and I slapped the shit out. Okay, that we're gonna elevate this conversation. The bottom line is, is if, if a if a woman can do it, a man can do it. We have to, our community has way too many stigmas of what what is acceptable with a man and a man and a woman and a woman. At the end of the day, love is love. If a woman want a woman to eat her out and a nigga want a nigga to suck his dick, what's the difference? What's the difference? Well, I'm not against a woman. My nigga can go. Hold on, my nigga can go out and get pussy all day. This is what I told him when we first got together. You can go out and fuck whoever you want, girls. You can't fuck with no other guys when you come home, and you better find your ass the way home. Just make sure you hear and you don't you don't throw our shit off. It was cool until he spent the night out one night. Then we had to shut all that shit down. With a woman, he spent the night out with a woman. Yeah. But even if you would have spent, if you would have spent a night out with a man, I would have ended it. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that like I've upgraded you, so I'm not gonna upgrade you for no bitch. That's not gonna happen. Mm. Never. You want to go with a bitch? Get out. Yeah, take care of the bitch. But see, I mean, but, exactly. But he's with you because you are. He's now the bitch in the relationship. <laughs> yeah. And see, but you, they're, they're, that's another stereotype. There's no bitch in a male and male relationship. The breadwinner is the man. There is a bitch in in gay relationships. Absolutely. It depends on what type of relationship. Explain you know. it because I, if I remember, the only gay person at this table means so you're not about to educate me on shit. <laughs> but First I have a lot of, of gay friends. Isn't there Honey. one that's a top and a bottom? Doesn't that define the role Being of... Being a bottom and a top don't define a man or a woman. Because, sir, first of all, there's versatile relationships. There's verse tops, verse bottoms. There's a whole plethora of gay out here. So it ain't just <laughs> yeah. traditional, he's the man and he's the woman. You know, it's funny. One day I said to Floyd, you going to come to my wedding? He said, well, what y'all going to do? Y'all going to go like this when they ask you to say I do? <laughs> no, nigga, we're going to kiss. <laughs> All right, That's moving right along. All right, so you're going to go back to your man and say, Tori Hart said, you should have been married to me. Everybody says it. You Trust me. And he's going to, now he's getting this lesson on the air. No, but in defense for him. Oh, I'm, for those of you listening, his Instagram is Marco De Niro. Oh. Just go and tell him that he needs to marry her. I've been in Please, Marco, yes. I've been in his. Actually, let's do this. Look, Adam, here's his Instagram right here. Go to his Instagram. In defense for him, since he's not here, I've been in his shoes before. I've been engaged. And I didn't want to really, I, I proposed, but I didn't want to even go to the altar until I felt like 
I could provide for just not myself, but for her. And he has some things that he has to feel fulfilled in himself. Yes. Yes. They live together. Well, yeah, we but do live together. And then I was, I, I just wrote about Molly Cyrus and her man because they're engaged, but they don't want to get married. Like they already feel married. They feel like they're in love. And I understand that feeling. That's literally how, how I feel. Like I feel like he's my husband, but I just, I still would like a ring. And, um, See, that's what I'm saying. She right. wants a ring, so that's a problem. Right. You're wanting something from him, and he's not giving it to you. Right. It don't have to be the big rock that yes. he keeps saying he wants to give you, because guess what? When I first got married, I didn't have a huge rock, but it got upgraded. The mm. more money he started making, he made upgrades. Okay. And at the end of the day, honey, you should always want to be married, because what happens if, say, he passes away today or tomorrow? Right. Do you guys have you know, life insurance on one another? What, what are the or benefits? Or either one or, of you gets sick, you're in the hospital, you don't yeah, have no you have rights, to, you exactly. have no rights. You know, yeah. so Things like that is is conversations that you have to have too. And I'm sorry if you want a ring. I do. And he's he been around for eleven he's years, honey. Trust. You you got to look at your time. It's on his I mind. Know. I mean, he moved across the country for me. That's, mm -hmm. an, act, um, that's an act of love. So, but and I already told that him is. too. You know, my my birthday's coming up. I was like, you. The only thing I want for my birthday, you already know what I want. So. Well, trust me, he's a smart guy. He's been paying attention. Ladies and gentlemen, if you you're better. listening to the sound yeah. of Tori in my voice, because Gio at this point just being, yeah, he's trying to stick up for a nigga he barely knows. not here. Okay, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you have one life to live. Be happy, find love, and if you find it, don't put a ring on it. When you want that ring, the other ring is waiting out there for you anyway. So yeah. I'll move on. So as you know, as we continue on this fitness journey, I'm going to tell everybody again about Beachbody On Demand. Um, and ironically, you know, uh, Shanti was on Wild and Out this season. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I've known that guy for a long time. But, you know, I love, love, love his program, the T25 program. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. And I love Shanti. It doesn't require any extra equipment, and it's only 25 minutes a day. Oh, that's beautiful. And the best thing about it, you can view it on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. So you have no excuses, people. Well, I really, really want to try the service because I'm going to have Shanti here on the show, and it would make sense that I have tried his program. It's beautiful. So, yeah, I'm going to get that. So, listen, for everybody out there that's listening to the sound of our voices, you, too, can get Beachbody ready with Beachbody on demand. All you have to do is, uh, in order for our listeners to get a special free trial membership, is you text the word UNLOCKED to 303030. That is texting the word unlocked to 303030 and you'll get full access to the entire platform for free all the workouts and nutrition information and support totally free again just text unlocked to 303030 get in shape this week i had a very interesting week you know, cardi b was in town and uh we ended up hanging out and uh cardi b's publicist who's a good friend of mine i talked about her on the last show she had the event trap stock in delaware that went to she was like yeah you know chris jenner is a we had we had a big meeting and uh, when we were in the meeting, after the meeting, she was like, you know, Chris Jenner, she's a boss. You know, she's out here getting these bags. We would start joking about being bag collectors because she and I, we make money on the side too. Mm -hmm. And so I said, you want to hang out with Chris? And she was like, I would die to hang out with Chris. So I text Chris and I said, hey, you know, I got Cardi and patients in the town would love to come by. So she was like, come by the house, whatever. So we pick up Cardi. We go. And I can't get into all the details because I did promise, you know, when yeah. and you know, if you have people like me in your house, mm -hmm. you there's an understanding like what's going on ain't going on yeah. out there. So <laughs> yeah. we, this is here. <laughs> but we were sitting there, me, Chris, Corey Gamble, and Cardi and Patience, and we're talking. And Chris, you know, she has baby face playing in the background and guacamole chips, whatever. And she's like, oh, my son's at the door. So Kanye West pops up. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm drinking this martini. I'm trying to get cocktail. And then Kim Kardashian comes over. But we had a, about a five-hour conversation about 
everything. And I wish cameras were there, but they weren't. So we're not going to talk about what we talked about. But I would say, you know, Cardi's just adjusting to this whole celebrity thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, coming from, like, the grind and hustle to thrust it in the spotlight Mm -hmm. and then social media, everybody has an opinion. Then when you have kids involved... So she's she's struggling with that. So she got a lot of really good advice for her, just shutting out the haters, not really giving a fuck about that, staying focused on the bag. Yeah. And uh, but one thing I will say about Chris Jenner, and I've said this on the show, and I told Kim, I said I get a lot of hit, mm-hmm. a lot of heat because I support you. And I said uh, the one thing I will say about Chris is when we went to Kanye's house, Chris already had a gift from Gucci wrapped and sitting on the counter for Cardi's baby with a card written, handwritten from her. Chris Jenner is the shit. Let me just say, I, her, I, I mean, when I I've learned so much from her, people may give her slack or whatever, but like you're saying, who most people don't think to do stuff like that. Yeah. Even the parties, I mean, they will elevate your lifestyle and and help you, you know, do things that you normally would not do. Like, I mean, come on, they're living life to the fullest. To you're the fullest. supposed to live abundantly. I want Chris to manage so, me. Yeah, yeah, Chris, manage me too. Listen, so Chris, Chris, Chris goes to the moves to the kitchen. She's like, "Tacos, anyone?" She has tacos now. I don't know where she, How did found she the say tacos. It? Like, where did tacos? <laughs> where did the tacos come from? She didn't make the meat. The meat it was, and it was laid it out. The, the lettuce was diced up. The tomatoes. Wait, how long the, was the gap between you calling her and she saying, "Come over"? Did she have? How long was it? Like an hour? I mean, two? there were a few hours, but like <laughs> she didn't call somebody. When to make we some got tacos. there, the guaco, <laughs> the homemade guacamole was sitting there in a nice bowl with the chips and. So we're eating and then, you know, Corey goes and gets his martinis and and we're sitting there talking and just chilling. And then all of a sudden there's tacos. So like we're eating tacos in the kitchen and they bring this up because I said yeah. to Chris, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, how can I slide and manage me? Because I had asked her before <laughs> and she had sent me a nice email and said, oh, I love I'm busy with my family. But thanks for thinking. About it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I go, you know, I was thinking again, you should manage me. And I said, but the last time I emailed you, she said, I told you to fuck off. I go, well, not like that. But basically, that's what you said. Yeah. Start off. I love them. So Kim says, do you want to come to the house, to my house, and uh, um, have yogurt? She got a homemade, she got a yogurt machine in the house. Yeah, it's funny. With toppings and everything. <laughs> but this is where I knew Kim Kardashian. This just Kar- sounds like some rich shit. But this is where it, I knew Kim is. Kardashian and I could be best friends. In her in her pantry, next to all the toppings for the yogurt, she had Starburst, but only the pink Starburst. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I've her never co- seen and Kim And she Kardashian deliberately person. had someone go through each Starburst. Yeah. And, and, and I'm only talking about the, the things that people have seen of someone. So we ended up in the closet playing with these masks. They had I masks. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So what y'all didn't see, what I'm not going to get too much into, is Kim Kardashian's closet is out fucking rageous. Mm-hmm. It's outrageous. But she had some, she had so much shit in there. And, and then uh, Kanye's Yeezy closet had all the Yeezys. And, um, and Kanye just, you know. It's so interesting talking to him for the whole day. He's he's smart as hell, and he's he's not crazy how people think. But I think he has so much creativity in him that it just all comes out just right, right. however it comes out. But we yeah. had a great time. I've never seen Kim K in person. She looked beautiful without makeup. You've met Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. She's yeah. she's she's cool. Our she's- kids go to the same school. Oh, um, it's just yeah, they're just in a a lower grade than of course Heaven and Hendrix. But mm-hmm. yeah, so the kids, yeah. So I see them quite often, actually, because yeah. Courtney's yeah kids there too. Yeah, I mean she was cool, and mm-hmm. um, we. But let me see what else I can share. Uh, Cardi left really like. Oh, I gotta get the bag. This, yeah, they inspired. The, they get in the bag. I mean, you you leave, and even Cardi texted me the next day, and she was like, "Child, I still can't stop thinking." Oh, I will say, we went back to Chris's house. Chris is a savage. Chris on the way back to Chris's house, mm-hmm. they live across the street from each other. She says, 
You guys want to see my closet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let me show you the boss lady. Right, the real closet. She opened that door. I, I swear when she opened it, all you heard was, ah, it was just, it was insane. <laughs> did you see what the baby looks like? Whose baby? Cardi's baby. I did see what Cardi's baby looked Very cute. The baby looks like Hennessy. Hennessy's beautiful. Yeah, the baby's very, very pretty. Yeah, you know, she was on FaceTime with her mom, and the baby was on FaceTime, and I wasn't looking because I don't right, I, right. I like people to know, like, I really am going to respect your privacy. Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, You want to see the baby? I was like, Yes. <laughs> right, yes. You want to give me a picture, too, you know, but she didn't give me a picture. Did she talk about that? Like, when she's going to share? The, no. We, we just, you know, she Cardi looked at me and she said, Dan, you're so quiet today. And I said, You know, this meeting was about you because mm-hmm. you need to have this connection, you know. And I made sure her and Kim uh, exchanged numbers and I made sure patients and uh, um, uh, Chris exchanged numbers. You know, the thing that for me, when all that was happening, I had to say to everybody, I'm not threatened by y'all all being friends. Mm-hmm. I ain't threatening y'all leaving me out. I ain't threatened by it because you know what? I know you. I know you. Mm-hmm. Kanye, I want to interview you. Take my number. I mean, I, it was one of those situations where I, I took advantage of the opportunity. Yeah. And I told him, I said, I was really upset that you gave that interview to Charlamagne. You should have gave that to me. He was like, well, I didn't know, but I'll give you one. I said, okay, cool. Yeah. Poopity scoop. Yeah, let's yeah, let's get Poopity that. Scoop. Okay. Well, anyway, Rosalind is going to run down the hot topics. So, what's going on? Yeah. So, um, Nicki Minaj's mom is ready to do a tell-all interview on uh, the brother, the son, Jelani Mirage's sexual assault trial, where he where he was found guilty of raping a child. Jesus. And uh, she released a tweet saying that there is pretty much uh, shocking news. The court didn't want you all to know. And she's going to talk about it. Well, the timing couldn't be worse because Nicki Minaj's album that's been pushed back two or three times is scheduled to come out around the same time. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? Do you think the mother should be, do you think the mother has to talk about what her son did? I mean, the nigga was found guilty of playing with little kids. And what else, what's there to talk about? I mean, what else? Yeah, because it's like, what shocking secret else do it's, you not know? I mean, shocking. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think she should leave that alone. Mm. I've, sounds like she's broke to me, or Tonyo. <laughs> sounds like a Tonyo Toki move. It, it just don't feel oh, right. Oh, not a Tokyo Tony. I don't know. People, <laughs> the socialites are saying if she's trying to defend him, they don't even want to hear it. Yeah. Um. But what I think, I think it could have some link to do with Nicki Minaj's album because that is like the one big controversy that's like weighing over her. Mm-hmm. And she, of course, can't really talk about it. So why not? Have why the why she can't talk about it? Why? It, let me tell you something. If one of my brothers or sisters is fucking mm-hmm. on a little kid. I'm going to come out and say, you know what? He or she was fucking on that little kid and that was inappropriate and I ain't fucking with him. Or I'm not supporting him. Mm-hmm. You can love your family and people can be in your heart and not in your life or in your life and not in your... I don't know. But <laughs> I just feel like if Nicki Minaj wants it talked about, Nicki Minaj should be the one talking about it. Right. Or they should just shut the fuck up. Right. Because I keep getting tagged by all the Nicki Minaj haters. They really feel like I'm up Cardi's pussy. I don't yeah. give a fuck about Cardi and Nicki's beef. All I care about is what is happening online. They clearly have a lot going on. And, you know, I keep getting tagged in all the Nikki stuff. I got tagged in a video, a video where Nikki was rapping and she started talking about faggots. Mm. So, you know, like I didn't put it out, but I'm yeah. just saying, you know, this 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 uh, molest thing is has nothing to do with me. So I personally am not invested, mm-hmm. but it's news and that's why we've talked about it. But I don't know. Do you think the mom should be talking about it? No, absolutely not. I mean, like she said, what more shocking news is there? And um, like I said, I got a daughter. And I don't know how old was this kid. Was it a she girl? She was 12, allegedly, at the time. She was like 12, and he was allegedly forcing himself into her anally. Oh, oh my man. God. That just hurt. And at one point, the younger brother walked in and saw. Mm. And this is this is the accounts she gave 
on on this in is testimony. The, mom, the, mom? the child. Oh, the, but okay. what their defense is is that the mom forced her to say it because they are trying to get twenty. They wanted to get twenty five million out of Jelani. So the bottom line is, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to see it on TV. But unfortunately, the business my man once it airs, we got to talk about it. Yeah. So yeah. It's just I don't know. What I will say is to Nicki Minaj again because I know she's watching because I keep getting all these text messages, phone calls. Nicki, that album better be hot. <laughs> that album better be hot. Then you better be denouncing Jelani or don't even talk about Jelani. But you better that album better be hot because now it's been pushed back. I think a second or third time. And I mean, we live in a Cardi B world, unfortunately, right now when it comes to music. And Cardi's in the studio. It needs to just be a good album because as I've been rocking with Nicki since 08, you, she has yet to release a good album. And I know they, the Barbies is going to come for me, but you're talking to one. Like she, <laughs> she makes good singles, but not a good album. And Invasion of Privacy was a good album. The uh, Pink Print was good. That was not a good album. She had I good th- singles. You you listened to it straight through like flow. No, I didn't. Exactly. That's Car- a difference. The, the reason why we were having this whole conversation about Cardi, not with Cardi, because believe it or not, when I'm with Cardi, we never talk about her music. We never talk about her career. We don't mm-hmm. talk. We talk about the real baby. Life real life yeah, Like, because, how's Hollywood on yeah. doing? It's cool. You know, what you've been doing, you know, but it's not like we're not digging into her, her business like that. Yeah. What I will say, though, is her album and her personality are very um, relatable. Mm-hmm. Kim, Kim Kardashian came over to, the, to sit next to her. And, you know, it was like all these different. So Patience and Chris were talking. Me and uh, Kanye were talking. And then Chris and Cardi were talking. But Cardi, Kim said, I, Courtney used to send me your videos. And I used to, before you did Love and Hip Hop, before you did any of that shit. And I used to brighten up my day. You were so fucking funny. Yeah. She was just like, your Instagram was so hilarious. She said, I've been um, following you for a long time. And it was more about, you know, um, Cardi's personality. But I say all that to say, when Nikki came out with Roman, Everybody loved Nikki because yeah. she was like this gritty New York mm-hmm. chick. And right. the last time we had something like that was Lil' Kim. Right. But then she turned into that Barbie thing. And, you know, the labels and people in the industry, they want you to conform to more commercialism or appeal to the mainstream or whatever. And that, mm-hmm. that whole Barbie thing, I remember going to her show in Oakland and I was really bored. I don't want to see a bunch of yeah. gay dancers moving around in pink shit with unicorns and Candyland and all. Like, I get it. And but she just stands there. She's like... It just wasn't. I mean, I've seen Little Kim, Biggie. I've yeah, seen yeah. Queen Latifah, MC Light, Moni Love. I've seen Yo Yo. I've seen Missy Misdemeanor, Elliot. Like I've seen rapper females in person really kill shit. And I, Nikki to me didn't give me that. So when Cardi came out, I felt like Invasion of Privacy was like that shit women could relate to, yeah. you know. And she gave us strip club music. She gave us the Latin swag. She gave us. She gave us enough shit to go. Okay, we could fuck with this. And then Nikki, where you at? Then she went to Coachella twerking all pregnant and everything. Yeah. It was like she put on a show. But, even- but in Nikki's defense, y'all, because, um, you know, Nikki's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you have that first album come out, you're coming out super, super hard, which Cardi did. And I have the album and Cardi, I love it. You know, so that's the first time out. So right. now we got to, uh-huh. you know, you, you have to follow that up. Now, right. what I will say, Nikki has longevity in this business. She yeah. has proven longevity. You know, she has crossed over. She's, you know, and she's black. She's not Latina. Mm-hmm. She's not Dominican. Yeah. She's a straight black woman who has crossed over and has all of these people, who, her barbs, who did follow her. So mm-hmm. I do have to say this, you know, um, she might be going through some stuff right now, but she has proven that she has longevity and star power. Yeah. She's business. a superstar. But she's, also woman, proven, yeah. but she's also proven that she's a hater, too. I mean, she hasn't done a really good job of including other women. The one thing I hate, mm-hmm. and it typically comes to black women or pe- women of color, 
there's enough room for us all to come together and really figure this out. I think Gabrielle Union was one of the first people that literally came out and admitted that she was a hater. Mm -hmm. She used to hate on Jada Pinkett. <laughs> she used to hate on anything black that looked like her that can get her spot. She used to hate on it. Yeah. And when she spoke out about that, it was so powerful because that revelation was able to create a conversation of like, how can we all support each other? There was this mm -hmm. sit down with her and Alfred Woodard and uh, Viola Davis and Felicia Rashad and Oprah. Mm -hmm. That was really right. powerful. But I mean, with, with Nikki, I just feel like the thing that Cardi's doing is that all the women that came before her, she's celebrating them, they're celebrating her. And I think that because of that, people can say, okay, I can get behind that girl power. Right. Barbies, if you remember, there weren't black Barbies growing up. Mm -hmm. what, I mean, when did Barbies become something that we could relate to? I don't know. My daughter, my sisters, five sisters, none of them had Barbie. All their Barbies were white girls. My mm. sister had Barbies. Yeah. Did she have black Barbies? I had Tonka trucks, though. So I was, a, I was a whole different type of woman anyway and kid. But, yeah, my sister, no, they were they were white. Yeah. Yeah. Also, well, I hope all the Barbies, not, you know, I hope all the Barbies, uh, they, I hope Nicki Minaj has a hit. I love Nicki. Right. I want Nicki to win. But I also want Nicki to stop fucking hating, pick up the phone, Call Cardi again and just say, "Look, girl, let's let's just let's do a record. That record no, would be massive, right? Because no shade, but shade. Um, when the whole thing happened with we did this, well, it was out that she allegedly bought Cardi a gift, but mm -hmm. it turned out that I don't know whose team lied or if it was the store. Well, Cardi, you saw Cardi responded to me she directly, said, right? But I I still felt like once that came out, it would have been nice if she would have just sent her a gift. Though. But did she is she obligated to send her a gift? Like, I just I, felt like it would be a nice thing to do. No, but I mean, Chris Jenner did. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, know like Chris Jenner didn't. Nobody's obligated by anybody yeah. anything. But if the, but let's go back a little bit. Anytime Cardi's in the limelight, something comes out about Nikki that tries to take that right. So mm -hmm. Cardi had just given birth. Everybody was talking about the baby, and then all of a sudden, the story became Nicki Minaj gives her five thousand dollars gift. We called the store; they don't know what we're talking about. I DM'd Cardi; she DM'd me back; she didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. So we put it out that it wasn't real. But the bottom line is, it would have been great for right. Nicki to have said, "I didn't send you anything, but I do have something coming." Yes. You know, just get in front of it to where it doesn't look like your team is manifesting. See, I just disagree too because then it's like. If she does it, then everybody like, oh, she only doing that to get back on the good side or to Wait, show that she's not a hater. So it's kind of like you, you win. Yeah, damn if you do, damn yeah, if you don't. Yeah, you damn it. So right. okay, well, fuck all of it. Just yeah. get a good album. All right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's all Next story. Um, well, now everybody's talking about Courtney versus Kim. That they that was lit. I was into yeah. it. So on the latest episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, they're planning a photo shoot with the kids and. Courtney is saying her schedule's too booked and, and she's just too busy. And so they're trying to accommodate this photo shoot around Courtney's schedule. And Kim just kind of went off and let her have it and said, you, you're so entitled. For you, you, for the person who does the least, you make the most demands and you're the most least interesting to look at. Oh, now I won't that. say the most least interesting to look <laughs> That's at. That's a goddamn lie. But her have. personality on camera mm. is the most, you know, it's it's the least. It's dry. Yes, yeah, it's, it's dry. But she's a beautiful girl. She I, said she wants yeah. to focus on being a mother. And then Kim said, I'm a mother too of three, but I still have a job. So well, listen, I've, I've met Courtney, too. And Courtney's actually probably my favorite because off camera, she really is like the coolest. And like, she jokes a lot. She's funny. She's cool. She's just, you know, she's not a major production. She doesn't her 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 image doesn't doesn't get in the way of just trying to get to know her. She's not it's not a lot. You know, mm -hmm. when you're talking to Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, because as even standing in their bathrooms, looking at the Yeezy closet here and her closet. 
you like these really are like trendsetters for fashion and for they're they're bigger than just talking to yeah. them. So I don't know. I I felt it was kind of savage. I did ask him. I said I did tell the Kim. I said you know you being a savage this season. She was like I'm just being me. Oh said, okay. Wow. She's a savage. She's a savage. <laughs> But apparently her and her boyfriend broke up. Eunice yeah. went to Mexico this weekend with Starino for his birthday, and pictures are surfacing of him with some other girl. And so the reports today are that, the, uh, that she's now single. So Who is that dude? He's, He's a, a young model. Yeah, from, from Paris. How old is he? Like 24. Come on, Courtney. Just he, fuck with me, man. He fine as hell. I he don't is. He's, wait, did you just tell you you should you shoot the Listen, I think she needs a normal guy. Mm-hmm. She needs a normal guy but that why, she ain't got to worry why, about none of that shit. But why does she need you? <laughs> why wouldn't she need me? Because she's had enough guys that have had issues with, you know, Yeah, they all probably rich and shit. She need a normal Eun- nigga. Eun- Eunice isn't rich. Eunice is a regular guy. Yeah, he was. He's know, just a uh, He wasn't just on her level. He's just fine, sexy. Regular guy. I'm, so I'm he ain't bagger. no regular guy. I'm okay. a bagger. You sound determined. I know. I feel like I can bag Courtney Kardashian. Listen, She's, if I ever see you in the vicinity, I'm texting Chris and shutting that down. Oh, no shade, God. but Courtney oh, okay, is the... You can't hate. She Most hasn't normal. really gone, you know, on the black side. Trust me. She's I can, the one sister who hasn't. I know. If I'm saying this now. I can pull her. I just need to be in the right arena. Okay, well, let's put that to the we, test. Well, <laughs> listen. Jason, we set that up. S- shout out. No. S- shout out to Courtney. <laughs> um, we know you'll bounce back. And Eunice Holla. Okay, you, what else is going on? So okay, so now a popular YouTube channel has been canceled because a father fed his child his children ice cream filled with laxatives. That's and so he true. recorded <laughs> he recorded the children. So he's 29 years old. So he, you know he's not that old. That his channel has 5.6 million followers. Um, Wait, 5.6 million subscribers. That's a bad subscribers. He, was money. he just yeah. ended his life. Damn. Yeah. Over ice cream and a laxative. <laughs> so he 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 fed them the ice cream filled with Pedialax, Pedialax, and then 90 minutes later, you see the kids screaming, my stomach hurts. Oh, my goodness. My stomach is broken. <laughs> that ain't funny. And then he films the two kids in separate bathrooms. Okay, as they enough. Let me tell you, can That's I tell you horrible. guys a real story? This is a real laxative story. So back oh, in the no. day, me and my friends used to just get together, smoke and drink all day long. That's all we did was go to school and then come home, smoke a drink. Yeah. So one so one of our friends worked at Jack in the Box. We didn't have no money. So what we used to do was after work, we would go to Jack in the Box at the end of the shift and take whatever food they didn't have and go back home and eat because we had been smoking and drinking all day. So one day, me and my friend Miles get in this big fight right before I go to pick up the food. And he's like, you always talking shit. You know what? You need to shut the fuck up. But I'm like, man, fuck you. I'm like, okay, so my, my brother-in-law, Norman, is like, yeah, I got an idea. How we can get him back. I'm like, what's up? He was like, let's go get the food from Jack in the Box and put laxatives in it. Oh. So we go to the store, Long's Drugs. But I don't even know if that shit's around anymore. I yeah. heard that shit in a minute. <laughs> went to Long's Drugs, got like a box, two boxes of laxatives, a hammer, and then went in the parking lot and smashed them up and mixed it in like the little... There's a little, uh, this little, really nice chicken burger, whatever. And uh, so we made sure to put his shit, an X on his shit. So when we went in, we gave it to him. Yeah. We went in the bathroom, took all the toilet paper out. Oh, you fucking And I remember we put on Biggie Smalls, one more chance, and just playing all the Biggie. And we just sat there, and he was tearing that food up, and we was playing dominoes, and we're dying. Like, we're (laughs) we're dying. All of a sudden... You can hear like you can hear his stomach making noises. This nigga gets up and runs to the bathroom. We dying laughing because we know he's shitting and there ain't no toilet paper in there. So he's like, "Where's the toilet paper? I need some toilet paper." This nigga ended up wiping his ass with socks. But oh no! <laughs> yeah, we didn't tell him until like weeks later. That I we ain't mad that. at that. 
But these little poor kids, though, yeah. man, the reason why they stomach was hurting so bad, they didn't pro- they didn't have no food in their stomach, probably. Probably. But who does that? I'm a mother, and I would never do a practical joke like that to my kid. Like, that's just crazy. Was he white? I don't know. And I've played practical jokes on my kids before. But, I mean, you're talking about, like, easy little jokes where I'll get a mask and go scare them. You yeah. know, something like that. Or I hide behind the door when I hear them coming down the steps and I yell out. You know, <laughs> and they jump. But I'm not giving them a laxative and ice cream. Like, come on. What type <laughs> of parent Sorry, dairy. It's just cruelty. But do, like, you th- but do you think he deserved to have his whole YouTube channel taken? No. Because, I mean, that I mean, you have 5.6 million subscribers. <laughs> Them coins yeah. is coming in real nice. Yeah, because just, you got to be careful these days. People are sensitive. That's kind of like child cruelty. That is. That's that, like child that abuse. That is child abuse. Right. It's not like that. That is definitely You're, you child abuse. You forced that upon them just, just for the likes. And a laugh. For the clout. Stupid. That's, yeah. yeah that was I mean, that was cruel. But, to, I'll but, take his but the question is, do you think we should have, <laughs> do you think he should have lost his? I think he should have been like on probation for like a few months. Yeah. And they probably um, gave him more of a... Um, you know, censored of like, you know, the guidelines of what he can't do anymore. Well, they're saying here, the question is, have you ever pranked someone and it backfired on you? <laughs> Never. No, no not that I, I, I used to. Oh, no, because actually that prank I did with the black students backfired on him. On him. <laughs> Getting his back I get fired. It. I, get it. I mean, my, my mom won't be mad at me for telling this story. But like when we were young and she first got with my stepdad, like we hated him. We hated him. Mm -hmm. And my mom used to have this plastic, it was a plastic door because she just had the room in the front, but it didn't have a door. So she bought one of those little sliding doors. Yeah. So one night they're having sex and me and my sister were pissed. Took my little brother. He sleep. We each grabbed the arm and the leg and we went to my mom's door and we would just threw him in her door. And then we ran back to the room and she thought he was, um, she thought he was a So how did it backfire? Well, the next time we threw a Timberland in the shower when they was having sex again. So then she came and she's like, I know what you guys are doing and we're in love and you can't stop me from, you know, having sex with him. Yeah. And I mean, they're still together till this day. So it backfired on me. So I ran into Evan Ross the other night at Catch <laughs> and I did. I do remember something I did. And I don't know if I did it intentionally as a prank, but I'll, I'll tell you, we were sitting on a rooftop and uh, we're on a patio at this big house in the hills. And we had I had been drinking all day. He had been drinking all day. I'm trying to tell the story carefully. We'll okay. Talk to the producers. We were lit. We were lit. And uh, it was me, him, and Jill Marie Jones. And we're sitting out there talking. And, and Evan is like just super hyped up and he's running around. Well, I had just walked out and shut the sliding glass door and he ran into the house oh. thinking the door oh, was open. No. And Evan literally hit that window so hard. And yeah. we died laughing hysterically. It didn't backfire, but I just had to tell the story because she was funny as hell. Well, um, you, he has a show coming out. You going to watch it? No. Oh. <laughs> I talked to the producer. I mean, he hasn't been on my show. I love Evan. He's like a brother. But, you know, I'm not into supporting today. You ain't supporting me. Yeah. I ain't supporting you. I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck who you are. And I saw him at dinner the other night, and he was on the phone, and I walked in, and I dapped him. We used to be really close. Mm-hmm. Not nothing personal. It's just right. like, I'm busy working. You working. But I'm not going to stop and suck your dick because you're Evan <laughs> Ross. Like, nigga, I'm working. You ain't supporting me. Good. Congratulations. Keep on pushing. Yeah. Maybe he'll come on the show now. Well, listen. There's Did another you ever high... ask him to come on the show? Yeah, I have. Yeah, okay. And he talked about coming on the show. But, okay. you know. Like I told Quincy the other day, you ain't been on my show yet. You gonna come on? Because I'm all about showing love. Like, yeah. what I do requires a lot of discretion for people that I have personal relationships with. Because as you know, we get a lot of content on a lot of people. And there's times that they'll text me and say, should we put this out? Should we put this out? And I go, nah, I don't do that. Or mm-hmm. yeah, let's put that out. Or let me call them and see what they say first. 
I stopped using a lot extreme discretion a long time ago when I said the only way to really be successful with Hollywood Unlocked is to be loyal to Hollywood Unlocked. Mm -hmm. And that means I'm going to partner and play with my friends and we're going to build a supportive relationship or you're going to be doing you and I'm going to be doing me. But when I do me, you can't be mad because yeah. I have a job to do. So I think with Evan and the same thing I told Quincy, hey, congratulations on everything. But we got to get you in here because we want to have a supportive relationship. So they, they hopefully understand that. Yeah. I would Quincy's think. a good guy. Evan's good. I've been knowing Evan for a long time as well. Yeah, and Evan is an amazing guy. It's nothing personal. Talk to just, the producers. You know, yeah. I do want to just see how him and Ashley interact, so I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I mean, they were... They, oh, I it's mean, a they reality show. Yeah, it's their couple. The they love each other. I mean, you know, and part of it is that he grew up, too, so the fun we were having was we were all single, yeah. you know, and we were out here hanging out, and, you know, you grow up in this business, and he has a family now, so mm. it's not personal. It's just that, you know, if you're my friend and you support me, then support me, but we can't have the... We can't have the both ways. You can't be mad when we do our job, you know. True. And I've never seen anything bad on him, though, unless never. I missed it. I haven't even... No, he's a great guy. Yeah. Talk to the producers. Damn. He, 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 <laughs> no, Evan is not that guy. He don't say talk to this person. Or, we talk directly. No, it's an yeah. inside joke me and him got. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, next story. So uh, the city council in West Hollywood has voted to remove Donald Trump's star from the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I think that's a good damn call. Yeah, they cited that... Um, his not, they said it's not because he's a conservative or a Republican. Earning a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame is an honor. When one belittles and attacks minorities, immigrants, Muslims, and people with disabilities or women, the honor no longer exists. Well, somebody set it on fire last week. It's always on fire. It's a, a fighting people. <laughs> yeah. the, the businesses, Forever 21 and American Eagle, were saying that they're uh, messing up business in the area because of this star. I mean, there was yeah. a guy that took a pickaxe pick and fucking <laughs> drilled this out the ground. I mean, like he beat mm -hmm. that shit to death. Mm -hmm. And George Lopez just peed on it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Allegedly. Well, he, Allegedly. Yeah, because you know he had something right. up here. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying... To pull the prank off, mm -hmm. that was a prank that yeah. did not backfire on him. Yeah, he uh, went to the star, and you know he's Mexican, so he was like, "Take this, Trump." And side note, when yeah. is George Lopez coming on the show? Because he's told when us a couple George, times, and he's such a big fan of our brand. Like, yeah. I know they. We need him and Samuel Jackson to. Samuel. Well, when you get Samuel, tell me because I will come well, Samuel, and sit in the seat. Samuel and I be DMing each other talking about it. So I know okay. he's been filming big movies. He's a big movie star. You know, know, getting the guy to do something is not that Samuel easy. Samuel just got an Instagram? Samuel be on our. He, and he'll curse us out. He's cursed us he out. He cursed us out. <laughs> he called us motherfuckers. I love Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> but yeah, um, so, so speaking of Trump, we got this email from an attorney yesterday. So let me say this really carefully. There was a story that came up a while ago. Some pastor whose oh, right. church allegedly rioted in response to being asked to pay $1,000 tithes because mm -hmm. he drove. And the pastor, he drives a Rolls Royce. And uh, they just felt like. And he's, and he's a Trump supporter, black mm. pastor. So the, the church rioted or whatever. So we caught this this legal notice from his attorney that we were somehow defaming this character. So let me just say this. Okay. A riot broke out in a church, <laughs> allegedly in response to being asked for a $1,000 tie from a pastor who drives a Rolls Royce and is a pro, known pro-Chump supporter. Mm -hmm. So I don't go to church that often, but do you think a church should ask its congregation for a thousand dollar tie or a thousand dollar donation? It depends no. what it's for. If it's going, well, we all know the building fund ain't okay. going. ain't going to be no. I right, well, absolutely not. I no. don't condone and it. It doesn't make me feel. On Sunday, I actually went to a baptism. My friend is a Baptist church out here, and I just felt uncomfortable. I felt judged. Um, once he Damn. started asking for the money. 
Um, he's kind of like looking everybody in the eye and he's like, and if you got the digital, there's the app called Giveify. And you just go, and I'm just like, you just, at, you at, and he didn't even give us a word. So but I didn't. The, que- the question is, do you think that you should be asked to pay a certain no. dollar amount? No, I give no. what I can and what I feel compelled to give. It was allegedly a thousand dollar like minimum. Like that's- hold on, the, I'm get to the answer. We try to get to the oh, answer. Not no. fuck what he did. That nigga ain't shit. That nigga should have donated that roll that Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. First of all, my pastor can't roll up and ask me for shit if he got a Rolls Royce. Because if I'm coming as I am, I came broke. I okay. <laughs> Here's the thing with with this kind of stuff, right? So if you are giving a good word, and if you definitely, if God, you know it's your journey, it's your mission to be that person, to give a word. And if you are delivering a message and people are being touched and you see your congregation thriving, then by all means, support your pastor. Because I'm sorry, I don't want to follow a broke man. You know, I just don't want to. I want to see that you are living abundantly because that gives me some type of hope. Mm-hmm. So, the Pastor, if you pulling up in a Rolls Royce, I do expect at least maybe 20 of your congregation members to also be pulling up in a Rolls Royce or something. Just show right. me that the congregation is also thriving. Mm. Now, if you are thriving and your congregation is not thriving, then I do have an issue with that. But Jesus wasn't pulling up in chariots with Rolls Royce. <laughs> yeah, you know? but back then, you know, I mean, Jesus we, don't didn't know. Have a, we don't have no pictures. Jesus didn't have a chariot. Terrible gold rims. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't hopping out like, you know. That's hilarious. I don't know. That was probably your best one ever. Well, no. I am a comic now, apparently. I'm a <laughs> but no, out. I agree with you. But he maybe that. didn't want the chariot with gold rims. You know, sometimes, you know, he might have been a little bit more low key. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to, you know, like Jason, right now you got it popping. You're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when it started Thank off you. with low key messy, wasn't nobody checking Wait, for it. We don't remember that. Oh, okay, never mind. But I'm just showing your growth. <laughs> yeah. okay? There you go. We all come from somewhere. Because you know, I've been riding with you since the beginning. <laughs> a, long a long time. But you know what's crazy though? Low key messy, the people that really know me, that know that era, like you've been around for a long time. Yes. You know, when I really, when I launched Low Key Messy, it was messy, but I was thinking of it being more funny. It mm-hmm. just, it was all wrong. But, you know, I'm a testament that when you start out doing what you're doing, you may do it wrong once or twice or three times, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, them, them Low Key Messy days. And, and look at you now. Yeah. And just look at how many people now are jumping on your dick, mm-hmm. following you now, you know, and it's because you've elevated yourself and you've gone to the next level. So I think in any industry, that's what you have to do. So it's not a bad thing to have a Rolls Royce. Like, So you're a comic. What do you think about my my wilding out stuff and what can I do to improve? Because I really do want to get better. I feel like okay. the season that's airing now is okay. It's good. Yeah. The next season, I don't feel I did as good. But next season, I want to be better. Because I probably have one, maybe one, two more seasons left, maybe. Honestly, I have not seen it. Okay. Um, I just, I haven't been able to watch Wild and Out. I just don't really get to watch that much TV. But, you know, just be you. But be, you know, quick. I, yeah. I, like, I'd have to see it to really I'll give show you some, some clips great break. Yeah. yeah, the timing's yeah. been good. I think it's just, like, setting up those moments. This season has been more about moments. You know, okay. moments where people go, wow, or whatever. So it's been cool. Timing and delivery. But, you know, yeah. you yeah. talked about earlier about the tour. So when you do stand-up, and mm-hmm. you do stand-up. Uh, I incorporate a little bit when I'm hosting. So you just do more, more hosting. More hosting, I'm saying, yeah. Are you terrified when you're up there? Because I don't. People, Nick said you should go try stand-up. But I really feel like. What would I do other than maybe like how Kathy Griffin gets up and just talks shit? Yeah. Well, your brand is already associated with Hollywood and, you know, you being the voice and the pulse. So a lot of your jokes 
people would want to come and see you talk. Kind of like how Jess... Uh, oh, Jess Hilarious. Yeah, how Jess oh. Hilarious is when she's talking and giving Jess the mess. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So people want to hear her give the mess from her point of view out now on a stand-up platform. With, um, with punchlines, though. You have to have punchlines. Yeah, you lines. have to have punchlines. You got to actually set it up. You got to set your premises up very clear mm-hmm. and then hit those punchlines. So I don't necessarily know if stand-up would be your lane. Yeah. Um, I, See, I feel like hosting would be yeah, my lane. I, Maybe fun, be funny in that and drop yeah. some tea and some mess in it. But, like, to go do a full set, I don't see that. That's me and Tori hosted me. an event together. And uh, we, that, we killed <laughs> we that killed shit. It, yeah. We was going off each other. Roasting yeah. niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm going to be hosting a, an event coming up soon for the next governor of California, uh, Gavin Newsom. It's for an LGBT uh, fundraiser. And I, I'm going to crack some jokes. Okay. Yeah. You got to know. know your crowd, too. Well, I, oh, well he knows the crowd. <laughs> well, I know the crowd. It's probably going to be inappropriate. It's gay. I have, I have, if you really want to sit down, we can sit down. I do, I go, do, yeah. I do. I want to get better. I do okay. want to be, I mean, I'm funny like this, but yeah. like, I'm not, when I get on that on stage, I mean, I'm not afraid of the stage, but I just, right. you know, there is a lot of pressure that goes into thinking, like overthinking a joke or overthinking No, it. and and I just hosted uh, a big gala for Wendy Williams at oh, the Hammerstein Bar. Oh, were you yeah. there when she was, when she talked about her new foundation or her foundation? Yeah, I was, I was the host oh, of the nice, whole event. Nice. Yeah, so, uh, and she handpicked me herself. Oh, oh, man. Man. oh, yes. Yeah, so I just, I did that. And here's the, the funny thing that happened. Carrie Hilson performed. And so there was a mouth. Wait, that was the funny thing? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was no, thinking that too. No, 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 no. The, before she performed, there was a malfunction. Okay. And so the sound system, you know, it, it, was, it was a malfunction, but it turned out to be the best thing for me because... I had to go out there, and as a host, and if you're doing stand-up, there's going to be times where you can't stick to the script, so you got to be prepared. So I had to go out there and just wing it and mm. just start telling jokes to, you know, and there's in the, in the audience, there's big people with money. There's white people with big big donors. Then you had Mona Scott Young. Then you had the Love and Hip Hop people. You had Remy Ma over here. Then you had Andre Leon Talley over here. So I had to just jump in there Sheesh. and start telling jokes to everybody. But are you telling jokes you already and, had written or were you improv No, I was just improv yeah. And they were like, Tori, we need you right now. We can't, she can't perform, Tori. We, you got to get out there. You got to get the crowd. You got to. So I instantly. And you didn't feel pressure? Of course. <laughs> but I it was the best thing that ever happened for me because, you know, of course, doing that, it, it was uh, a charity event. They did have a script and I would insert little jokes in there. So I had to completely go off script. And I had the best time when I went off script because I was mm-hmm. messing with Remy and Papoose. You know, I hit up the Jews. I saw I was like, y'all looking for a sister. Listen, J-Date, all the Christian mingle. I asked Remy, how did she get this man to stick around for 10 years? OK, I was mm-hmm. like, because my nigga left. I, you know, she said. She choked him. I said, well, I did that, but he ain't stay. I said, so you got a good one right here. You got to keep him. Give him that baby. You know, so I did that. Mona Scott Young was back there. I had to get on her. You know, about. <laughs> what did you say to Mona? I said, well, Mona, there's no cameras in here tonight, so we know there will be no fights, right? <laughs> you know, and she was a little upset, but people were dying. I was like, I'm sorry, but it's the truth. We know your brand fights, Mona. It's okay. You're a millionaire <laughs> off of it. Live with it. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just being raw and being honest and just don't worry about what comes out mm-hmm. you know don't drink but when you so my first episode <laughs> my first episode which is what you're thinking my yeah. first episode of a while and out this season i said well last season i killed it and it was in part because i drank hennessy every day oh so i'm gonna drink but there was a four hour there was a four hour delay mm-hmm. so i drank over the course of four hours <laughs> by the time i got on stage i was so fucking drunk that i forgot where i was at <laughs> 
then tried to retreat by jumping on a box that was hollow and fell in the box. That was the first episode. That kind of set the tenor for like the rest of the right. season. Oh, yeah. It was all bad. My, my confidence level was shot because it was like, I'm in a box. Yeah. Yeah. And you really don't need it. Like, okay, if you have one little drink to like mm-hmm. calm your nerves, cool. But you definitely don't want to be to the point where you're jumping in hollow boxes. <laughs> well, I, I get up to Wild Style and I take the mic. Yeah. And I don't got nothing to say. Oh, <laughs> this was all the one episode. The first episode. Yeah, they because, was like, "Cause I have forgot. the fuck who hot this nigga." I think I, I think I forgot the game we were playing. Oh, it was I, so I was like this, and Nick's looking at me like, "Nigga, you better get something." And I go, "Fuck it here." <laughs> <laughs> and I just ran and jumped on the box and fell in the hole. I know Nick was like, "What the fuck you, was I thinking?" You think they're gonna edit that out? Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> there was definitely a meeting. You guys well, sure. and you naturally you just have it, yeah. so you don't need all the. Extra but I do want to like perfect the jokes and the, the yeah hosting and stuff like that. Yeah. That comes with rep- uh, repetition, and you have to constantly stay on stage. So mm. it's repetition. So Beyonce's making headlines. First, let me just say that I don't like one of the Vogue covers that she did. I don't like the. I'm not a big fan of the big flower head hat thing. Like, that's not the way I want to see my queen. She has another uh, cover that is more subtle. She's in the backyard, be, uh, standing in front of hanging clothes. Girl, you're not hanging no clothes in the backyard. But it's a great create. Beyonce's not washing clothes. You don't know that. For a photo shoot, she is. She might do Oprah Winfrey just posted a video the other day. She said that she was doing questions from fans. When was the last time I went grocery shopping? 19. <laughs> Over 20 years ago? Oh, my God. I did see that shit. These motherfuckers ain't out washing right. clothes and shit. Beyonce was at Target, though. She now, was. they did have her she... rolling through Target. Let's get into What's it. Kidding? Target you know, paid her. You know damn well Target dropped that bag. Bitch, you and Blue Ivy are coming and going shopping. What? <laughs> We got to stop by Target. <laughs> I love Target. I love Target. 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 It was probably like a fun day for them. Like, let's go to Target. When's the last right? time we and did And Blue that? Ivy had the shades on. She was like, bitch, what are we doing here? We don't do this. Because <laughs> you know there was that picture that came out of Blue Ivy when they was feeding the homeless. <coughs> and she was looking at the food like, we don't eat it. What the fuck is this? That little girl that. talks with her face. For Blue sure. Ivy's going to be the truth. She's anyway, such a Capricorn. Beyonce's in the headlines okay, for other Okay, so Beyonce, the, her latest Vogue cover, she's talking about her weight. Mm-hmm. And everyone was speculating that she's pregnant. And she says it's her FUPA after having twins a year ago. And FUPA stands for what? So fat, fat under. Oh, fat upper pussy. Fat upper uh. pussy area. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Fat Anyways, <laughs> Beyonce says my little FUPA and I are meant to be. Thank you. This is what we hey, need. Girl, hey. This is what women in this new generation of today need to hear this. Right. They need to see women like Beyonce and Rihanna yeah. embracing their shit. Rihanna said, if you want to have a gut, a butt, you got to have a gut. Right. And now she said, me and my foop are meant to be. Now watch how many girls just start just letting their shit just and be. And then both them bitches going to snap back. Go right back to the gym and have us looking all jiggly puff and shit. Yeah. So, so, so when we did go to the Kardashian house, Cardi B, who is beautiful, by the way, mm-hmm. had on an oversized Balenciaga right. top. In part because I don't think she's completely comfortable with where mm-hmm. her body is right now. She just had a baby. Yeah. Why is there is there a lot of pressure when you're in the public eye and having kids and all that? Like, because what is that? What is that feeling like? 
Well, you know, I would have to say that a lot of people are very judgmental. And so, you know, they expect the, the girls nowadays have done this whole uh, six days later, uh, snap back, snap back you know, snap back. Here I am. That's that's the problem right there. Sit down, snap back with your kid. Go feed your kid. Mm. Why are you somewhere on Instagram talking about snapback? So I can appreciate Cardi not on here talking about snapback. So that's part of the problem. And Chris Jenner, you know what she said to her? What? Relax. Give yourself time. You don't have to snap back. Chris is a pop. Yes, and that's the problem. Like it's like they're they they think it's better to snap back instead of taking care of you. breastfeed. You know, yeah. enjoy the process. It took you nine months to build this stomach. <laughs> Give yourself nine months to lose yeah. it, mm. and forget what everybody else is saying. You know, because people always gonna have something to say. It's a hater. You can literally fly, <laughs> and it'll be somebody like, oh, that bitch can fly. Well, I, 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 I mean, Gio and I have fupas too. We're fat. Yeah. Upper, I think you know, it only <laughs> applies to women. <laughs> only applies to women. Gio got wait because Gio, you you know you was no. Oh, I'm solid. Gio got fupa. No, I don't have a fupa. What's Gio. it called for a guy? It's called fuda. It's called fupa. A fuda. No fuda. What's a fuda? Fat upper Pen- dick penis area. Oh. Fupa. Say so you can apply. Yeah. All right, but anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. So I just. You know, I'm 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 gonna be negative here. I want Beyonce to lose that. She's not normal. She's not a human being. That is a fucking robot. And lose that's why that. she is L- going. No, she's suck going it out. Go come to nine zero two one zero. Normal and women go don't have flat stomachs out. like that though. Yeah. Say it again. Normal women don't have a straight flat stomach. Beyonce's not normal though. That's what she's not. Saying. Yeah, Beyonce's not. Normal. You know, she's not. Yeah, she's a superhero. I will say when I went to Coachella. Did you go to Coachella this year? I did. You went second I week. Did. I remember looking at Beyonce and I looked at my friend Lee and I go, oh, she looks normal. Yeah. <laughs> She's like becoming a human. I don't want that. She's just amazing. Why? She didn't even start the <laughs> she didn't even start the concert the way she typically right. does. Because typically there's a big reveal. She mm-hmm. was already out on the stage. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> you know, but she, it was the best performance I've probably ever yeah. seen. But I mean, like, I don't I don't want Beyonce. I, I was like, I could see she's aging. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Oh, oh, Jason, come on, stop. No, you can I might... see she's aging. I think she looked the same. Well, no. no, she was like sitting down more. You know, like Beyonce used to dance. Well, shit, time. she tired. Right. No, she got three kids. Beyonce don't get tired. That's yeah. the point. You Listen, Bill Gates. Okay. Huh? You get tired. Oh, I'm tired right now. <laughs> yeah, <listen. laughs> but I'm not Beyonce. Is what I'm saying. Kevin Gates, I mean. Right, yeah. He's, I don't get tired of you going to jail, okay? Right. <laughs> you know what's so funny? When people saw the video of me in the bathroom with them, they said, you're the only regular person in there. I said, who the fuck said I was regular? Mm. They said that? I said that yeah. shit. Did you say that? I said it to you. What the fuck but, made you think I but, was regular? No, but listen, let me let me go in death with that. No, not death. Death is when people die, I said death. So. <laughs> death. Um, death. I don't know what to say. I said basically. Death is your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, you think oh. I got a deaf girlfriend. I don't. He got a deaf stripper. What I mean was, you know, I didn't mean like you were the only, you were normal. What I mean was, okay, like it solidified you on another level. Why? Nigga, everybody just don't see, you ain't, ain't nobody no motherfucking Kanye West and Kim Kardashian bathroom. I posted that shit. I said, look at my boss. Nobody. (laughs) Right. But here's the thing. This is, this is where I feel like because we live in Hollywood or maybe the the world we live in now where things about. I talked to Kanye the same way I'm gonna talk to her. I talked to Kanye. Well, they're normal but, people too. But I'm I talked to Floyd Mayweather the way I talked to right, her. Right, right. I don't see the I don't understand that you made it because I I tell you I got so many you made it texts, <laughs> and I was like a, kind of offended because I'm almost like <laughs> I see how t- 
I've known Chris Jenner for almost 10 years. Yeah. I don't see it as I we don't know made that. it. Because right. I was at, yeah, because some relationships need to be private. Some relationships need to be protected. You know, you can't. I never wanted when I did Love and Hip Hop for people to be like, oh, he's a gay man. I wanted them to go, he's a boss. He's mm-hmm. the, he's a CEO. Oh, he got Hollywood a lot. Oh, he knows it. And as you start to see me step out more, you start to see who I'm associated with more. But I felt like I got a lot of people saying like, oh, you're the only regular person in the room. And I just, I didn't get that. I, I didn't mean it in that t- in that sense. What I meant was like, fuck, like. I was just filming Hollywood Unlocked with this fool. Now he in fucking Kim Kardashian's bathroom. Yeah, I think it's more of like your brand and the fact that you're in the room with them. It really just made everyone say, oh, shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like niggas like, really fucking with Jason Yeah, like here. don't sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It took I, you, it solidified you but, at another level. But here's the deal. She just said she hosted an event in front of Leon Talley. Who's Andre Leon, who said Andre I was Le- magical, by who, the way. Who's, who's, who, for people that don't know, <laughs> is iconic icon. in yeah. fashion. Yes. Yeah. You know, and in a room with powerful, she didn't say names, but Jews with money. That We yeah. know who runs the world and who owns everything. Mm-hmm. Girls. But I mean, like, there's, I don't. Oh, right, right. I don't see it. Like, for example, me and Tori. We worked out together. Now, that one over there, she was jumping rope nonstop and really killing it. But we don't yeah. have to post everything we're yeah. doing to show our relationship. You know, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I don't know. I just feel like I don't ever want to be validated in life because of an celebrity, actual, because of somebody else. Yeah. You yeah. know, My, cause, but but I tell you, when me and Rihanna hang out and it's coming, oh, that you're going to get like six Instagram posts of that motherfucker. And you can say what you want, but it, you know. But you know, you know how this world is, you know, association and, you know, and you do right now, you, your brand is, is huge. Everybody does want to be associated with Hollywood Unlocked. So you have something that you're bringing to the masses and they see that they see that you continuously are growing. So honestly, you know, you, they need you more than you need them. But this is where I said, I'm glad you said this is what I said Mm -hmm. to somebody. One, I am. And I think I may have told the team this. Mm-hmm. I'm very aware that my relationship with people is transactional. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't say I'm in the circle with this person because they love me. I know it, it's a mutual transactional mm-hmm. thing. I'm going to give a little to you. You're going to give a little to me. Um, you're going to look out for me. You're going to look out for me. So I know what it is. That's number one. And number two, I don't understand. I've always said to people, like, my career can never change my character because mm-hmm. – whether I have 1 million followers or 10 million followers or 20 million followers, I know that what's real is if we can sit down when I'm having a bad day and say, Tori, I need to talk. I just need five minutes. I need yeah. to vent. That's real to me. This other shit is just whatever it is. But it was good to see the the, the reactions from people. But I, I just kind of laugh because I feel like that's not what defined me. And if that's big to you, wait. Just wait a couple more months. That's why you in the room and they not. Right, because I was definitely looking at that video 10 times <laughs> trying to figure out if it was you. And Gio also told me I look real cute this week, too. Oh. Gio, I love a man that's straight and can give another man a compliment. I'm going to fucking kill you. Right. <laughs> now, let me clean this up. On the former episode, Jason felt like he wasn't looking the way he wanted to look on Wild and Out. Okay. I watched a few episodes, and as a good friend, I text him, I said... If you use what I'm about to tell you against me on the show, I will fucking kill you <laughs> and never give you a compliment again. And I said, I just want to let you know, you look handsome. You don't look as big as whatever you thought. Yeah. Good job. Once again, pause. Not- if you use this against me, I'll kill you. Why am I using nice it against you? I'm just telling the world that you think I'm cute. Oh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> that was nice, Gio. That was- Thank you for that. That was very sweet. Only a real man can but, do that. But back to um, Tori exercising. <laughs> you really are athletic. You are. I was in the army. You were? Oh. Yeah, I am a military. 
military. I serve the country. Yes. Uh, Wait, so, so you're a vet? I'm a vet. You yeah, got the card to get the discounts? Um, well, I'm not active anymore, so no. But I mean, but I, I can use, you know, the GI, the, you know, to I, I haven't had to use it yet because I've been blessed enough to not have to use it. But mm-hmm. there are certain benefits that if I ever do fall on hard times, I can definitely use. Damn, I never knew you was in the Army. Yeah. That's I mean, what's up. 76J, actually. Oh, oh that's your ID oh. number? No, that was my MOS, my job. I don't even know what she just said, but I, it so, sounds sexy. So so it's, uh, it's, um... I'm, I'm drawing it, but it's medical supply, pretty much. You was so in the medical gave, part. Yeah, so they gave me a big, huge bonus, and I went in. I got my super huge bonus. I served the country. I did my um, AIT, which was at Fort Sam Houston, and I did my basic training at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Listen. Yeah. Wow. Right? Like, you do a full man push-up? I can do push-ups. I box. Um, me and Jason, we were... We were doing the boxing. Listen, we were doing. She was jumping rope and running and this and that. She was getting it. And, yeah. and you know, she was holding her own. So that was good. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. I love seeing women work out. Yeah. Like, it just motivates me. too, me. but it's oversaturated on my Instagram story. Now. What about you? We going to see some workout videos here? Hey, let me tell y'all one thing, Jack. <laughs> I'm in good shape. I'm solid. I can lose weight like that. Gio, I You've had you. have been saying that for right. a year. Then just lose it then and show me so you I'm can motivate right me. You when think? you get older, it's harder to lose nah, weight. I can lose right. like that. It's, I, I will admit it has been harder for me to lose mm-hmm. weight. Yes. It is harder, but why is it hard? Is it just Metabolism. so much? No, is it just... Because what I found is that you really have to have the mind, the, the willpower to do it. You know, like, because yeah. we all have a lot going on. I mean, yeah, we're all busy. My One of my weaknesses, like, I was like uh, last week, I had hiking every morning, working out every evening, mm-hmm. had my meal plan, drinking the water, got a bunch of this from Amazon in my house right now. Me too. And is that where you ordered it from? Uh huh. Because yeah, I don't want to pick them big boxes up and deliver it straight to my, to my door. So you're going to wait the drink? <laughs> this people with. It's L.A. money, money, people with money shit. I'll order uh-huh. my water from Amazon. Right. My, my friend Des was like, did you really order Amazon? You're not here to judge me. You're here to notify me when the package is arriving. Yes. All right. But no, I think the thing is that like I was in, I was good. And then I went to Miami. Mm. That's the bad part. And I'm with, and I'm, I'm here and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Then I go to Delaware. Then I'm in New York. And then yeah. I come back. It's like, got to start over again. Because I don't know how to be good while I'm traveling. Balance. You just have to figure out a healthy balance because you definitely don't want to just go full blown into something because you're going to slip anyway. So I think it's the balance. Like over the weekend, I did, you know, hang out. I was drinking and, you know, whatever. So now this week, I got to like be strictly clean. Like I told my cousin, I was like, this week, we are drinking water. We eat and write. You know, that's that. Yeah. But Jason, man, I'll give you credit again, right? You was a lot bigger than this, bro. You look great. Yeah. Keep that mindset. Well, listen, I got a couple meetings coming up. We're going to figure this shit out. But anyway, Ludacris is in the news for good things. So yes, what's it was Luda such doing? a good story, and I saw that I had to write about it. This lady was going through a hard time, and a friend of hers um, looked out and gave her a gift card to Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. So she goes to Whole Foods to buy groceries, but she didn't have enough. It was $375 over. She didn't have enough. So, you know, she was about to be let down. And then uh, Ludacris, she didn't even know it was Ludacris. Yeah. An angel, she described him. An angel came and, and blessed her and paid for the whole bill. And when and she was like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "Chris." And then when he leaves, the store clerk told her, "Like, girl, that's Ludacris, the rapper." Wow. And so she wrote this big, amazing testimonial. But mm-hmm. like Ludacris, you know, he didn't want to release a statement or anything. He just like did it out of the kindness of his heart. And Luda, those are stories we don't hear enough of. 
Yeah. yeah. He, he was on Wildin' Out this season. He was actually pretty oh, was? cool. I wasn't on that episode, but he was actually pretty cool. That was very yeah. nice of yeah. you, Yeah, I used to have such a big crush on him as a teenager. Wow. Well, there's a woman that's in the news. I don't know if you saw this story, but she was at a restaurant eating, and she saw a man that looked like Keith Urban, so she paid his bill. And she they when she went over to tell him that she paid it, she was like, you look just like Keith Urban. What's your name? And he was like, Keith. And she was like, stop playing, you know, whatever. And he was like, no, I'm Keith. And then so Keith, so the guy was Keith Urban. Okay. And he was sitting with a woman. And she goes, then who the hell is this? Because this ain't, where's Nicole? <laughs> and he was like, this is my sister. And uh, it was fun, but it was a real story. So they took a yeah. picture she posted. But hey, it's not, there's nothing bad about doing a good deed. I will put this out here. Cody, who we've had on the show, we interviewed a homeless guy named Barry. Mm-hmm. This Uber doing? driver that I met had uh, basically partnered with this guy to help him. We, Barry is now in an apartment. Yay, Barry! And so Cody happened to come over the other day to talk about Barry getting the apartment, and he was stressing because um, he couldn't pay his rent. And, you know, because he was so focused on getting Barry an apartment, he couldn't pay his rent. So I called the owner of Fashion Nova and got him $1,000 to pay his rent. Uh, so now he's going to go feed the homeless on behalf of Fashion Nova. See? And you no. didn't even put that on Instagram that you did that. Don't need to, because I ain't clout chasing hoes. Right, okay. <laughs> Listen, that would have been nice to put on your Instagram. Uh, well. But I'm happy for you, Barry. Congrats, man. Yeah. Just the other day, I was coming here to film, man. It was hot as shit outside. I saw it was hot. And I just seen these three. I don't know why homeless people wouldn't. Like, mm. Take off your layers. Like, I don't know why you still got on a hoodie and a coat. It's, right. it's hot as shit. They stay cooler that way. Something in my spirit said, go get them some water. Oh. So instead of going to get some little bottles, I went and bought them all, like, gallons of water. And I said, yo, here, man, because y'all about to have a heat stroke out here. Yeah. Kindness doesn't cost a thing. That sounds everybody. Tori, what'd you do? Everybody's sharing a. Uh, oh, I've done so much. Honey. Cha- I, I can't even tell you the countless. I mean, family members. How many friends, people owe you money? Um, <laughs> some people owe me like twenty grand. Shit, oh, like, yeah. You gave somebody twenty grand at one time. I yeah. help them with, and and I, I. But you know, if I give somebody something, I don't expect mm-hmm. it back because I know it's not going to come back. Mm. But do I still do stuff like that? No, because I've been burnt. Damn, I was about to ask you about 10. You was about to ask you. Well, no, let me say this. So Cody was very adamant about paying me back. I was like, nah, I'm doing this out the kindness of my heart. You know, but I will say, if I put people together and something come out of that, I do expect you to remember me. I have been burned so much that there are times where I I know where where to help and when not to help now. Jason, do you know how many people I've connected in this town Mm -hmm. who are now millionaires Mm -hmm. and they conveniently forget who is the connector? Yeah. Get them. I, I can't tell you. So I know God, you know, has super huge plans for me. He's already showing me from things that are going on right mm-hmm. now in my life. But it's just, it just baffles me because I'm not that type of person. I always pay homage and, and give respect and help out when I can. You have with me as well. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So you. that's good. But yeah, it's good that you touched on. I was just thinking that the other day, like it seems like out here, the people who work hard and mm-hmm. have a good heart, they finish last. That's why my favorite Bible quote is, he that is last will become first. Will shall be first. And first will become last. Hallelujah, Matthew 20. (laughs) There you have it. (laughs) Okay, well, listen, that was great. (laughs) Shout out to Ludacris and everybody out there doing good things. But we are out of here. Peace. Bye.